Hello guys, my name is Alex Rodriguez and welcome back to yet another episode. Today, this is going to be the special that I already announced in the last episode. If you're new here, well, I'm a local, Cuban local, who want to share with you Cuban experience, Cuban tips before I can start traveling to other places. So today in this podcast, we're going to be talking a little bit more about Cuba, but we're going to be referring to all the questions that you sent me guys through my Instagram account my uh, YouTube comments, all these questions you have about Cuba. All right, so without any further ado, let's start with the question number one. All right, and the first question is from Robert Lico CQ. Something like that. Alex, rework. Thank you, man. I have a question. If you have, for example, a hundred bucks balance on your cell phone, what would you be able to get from selling it on the street or for friends? What would be a realistic amount of money that you can exchange for it? Good question. By the way, that's not legal, guys. If you do that in Cuba, it's because you know that it's not legal, so you can be in trouble. But well, let's say they have a hundred bucks and um, you know, on the cell phone because you rent um, a Cuban SIM or a Cuban card in Cuba sale or a Texa, which is exactly the same thing. It is the main company that we have right here in Cuba uh, telecommunication, right? So you have a hundred bucks and you want to sell that because you're not gonna use it. Well, the price is gonna be depending about if in that time that you wanna sell that, we have some uh, you know, uh, offer because sometimes every month they have offers, and if if they not have a, like a, a special offer in that time, you can sell that for let's say fifty bucks, right? Or maybe uh, maybe sixty bucks, but no more no more of that because, for example, when when we have an offer right here in Cuba, you pay twenty five. 50 bucks right so it's almost double the price that's why i said 50 bucks right another question alex i would love to know the price of the transportation you know if i wanted to go from havana to other provinces well to know that exactly exactly uh you know amount of money they have to pay for it you gotta go to the to the bus station right uh for example biasul or Gaviota, they have different offers, but you know, it really depends about where you want to go. Or you can go to, uh, you know, take a taxi or take a truck. Uh, we were talking about this in previous episodes, so I invite you guys to check the first episode, the first uh, season that I was talking about this, right? Uh, the next question, the, the, this one was uh, from Alberto Lemos Najera. Thank you, man, for commenting. And thank you for uh, asking. The next one is from Klaus Wander Hayden, something like that. I'm terrible saying names, guys. I'm sorry about it, but I'm not the best. All right. So, uh, what is the best? Uh, what is the average monthly salary in U.S. dollars for Cubans? Does Cuba have a frequent blackouts? If I rent an Airbnb, it will be without power. If that happens. Is there any national cell phone coverage in Cuba? Can I buy a SIM card with a plan and uh, use my cell phone? 
is it safe for tourists to drink Cuban rum and beer? I heard that it's very harsh. What are considered a nice gift to give a Cuban? Well, first question. What is the average monthly salary in Cuba? It really, it really depends about what are you doing in Cuba. But well, my girlfriend, Veronica, she's a doctor and she's earning about 5,000 Cuban pesos in dollars. Uh, we can calculate, let's say that 1,000 Cuban pesos is $40, uh, almost 80 bucks, 80 USD American dollar per month. If we convert this, if we make the change on the street, you know, amount. If we go to the official one, it would be $160 for being a doctor in Cuba. The second question is, does Cuba have frequent blackouts? No anymore. I mean, we have blackouts, of course, but it's not that frequently. It used to be during the 1993 or sometimes when they have to fix something. It's really complicated, but it's not that long. You know, it, it's not going to take the long that it used to be. If I rent an Airbnb, will be without power if that happens? Yes, of course, at least. Uh, I mean, of course, you're in Cuba. Well, unless, uh, let's say that the Airbnb where you're staying in, they have uh, what we can hear in Cuba is like a power bank, something like that. So they can turn on uh, the power and you're going to be without any damage. Otherwise, you're going to be suffering the same, <laughs> the same Cuban uh let's say local experiences that we that we have over here is there any uh, is there a uh, national cell phone coverage in cuba um yes and no yes because of course you can rent a sim card but the official price it really is you know it's changing everything right now in cuba guys so i, I cannot tell you right now how, how much it's going to cost you because cuba's getting crazy in cuba you can find um, USD stores and in Cuba we don't get paid in USD uh, so it's confusing right now everything about you know the currency the changes the prices everything is getting crazy but the answer is yes you can you can get um, it is safe for tourists to drink Cuban rum absolutely it's super safe right uh, and I hear that it's very harsh what I consider a nice gift to give a Cuban. It's no hard, but it really depends about what is the gift that you're giving to Cuba or the gift that you're bringing to Cuba, right? And the way that you give that gift to Cuban people that you want to support or you want to help, all right? But it's no harsh at all. Next question. All right, the next question, it comes from Drisi Franklin. Thank you, man, for commenting. And he says, Alex, I have some content ideas from an American standpoint. The subject is Wi-Fi. <laughs> a couple of questions. What is the best option for us? Should we rent a cell phone in Cuba or should we buy uh, recharge the Cuba cell before we come? Well, you can rent and it really depends about how many days are you going to spend in Cuba. If you're going to be here in Cuba for more than a week, you can rent and a sim. Remember that I don't know right now how, how much it's going to cost because everything is changing in Cuba, but the prices of the of the rechargeable uh, the Q, uh, Cuba cell card are exactly the same. If you want to get five CUC for five CUC, no, five USD, or in this case, 125 Q, uh, CUP, which is the, the, um, the change for your cell phone, is going to be exactly the same thing, right? 
I already gave you a lot of tips, guys, in the previous episode. So if you're new here and uh, if you're watching, if you're listening to this for the first time, you can go. I highly recommend you guys to be listening to the previous episodes, right? So the next question is, um, Airbnb comes say say that Wi-Fi that they have Wi-Fi is available. Yes and no. Again, it really depends about the Airbnb they're staying in. Some Airbnb they have Wi-Fi, some uh, others they don't have. Before coming to Cuba, I would suggest you if you ask to the owner, hey, do you have Wi-Fi? Is there available? Can I get Wi-Fi? All those questions, right? And which apps will you uh, will be used for for us uh, before traveling to Cuba? Well, I highly recommend you guys to download Maps Me. Maps Me is an offline map that you can use here in Cuba without uh, having you know uh, money on the cell phone, without uh, being online because it's offline. So you can be using the map all the time, and it's great if you're traveling to Cuba as a first time, right? I had uh, coffee for 20 days and it was intense. I'm sorry, man. So the next question is, so when the, the this one, it comes from Brother Rosando Santiago. So when the plane land, we would take, uh, they would take me to the, to take the PCR uh, test. And the answer is yes. Once you land here in Cuba, you're going to be tested as uh, the first time. If you're going inside of the community, you're going to be uh, tested after the fifth day again, right? Now, if you're going to stay in some hotels, you're going to be testing all the time. I'm not saying that you're going to be testing like PCR, PCR, PCR all day long, but you're going to be testing your temperature. How do you feel? All this, uh, you know, um, question they're going to be asking you all the time. How do you feel, sir? You feel good? You want to be tested? Uh, all this uh, question. All right. Next question. This one, it comes from Joey Vinstad. I need to know how many days it is taken to receive the results from the hotels. I did uh, 11 days waiting in Vedado in January. Please ask a tourist how many days uh, in quarantine. Well, guys, like I just said, if you come and you want to stay and you want to stay in a hotel, you don't need to be in quarantine. You got to go directly to the hotel, right? But now, if you want to stay inside of the community, you got to be in quarantine five days. And you cannot go out of that quarantine place, whatever it be, until you get the final result, result of the fifth PCR. <laughs> right? Uh, the next question, Alex, in your opinion, this one is from Ramon Jorge. In your opinion, do you think Cuba will be opening May? I don't know, man. I don't know. There are some people who's coming to Cuba. I don't know how they're doing. But please, guys, it doesn't really matter where you're listening to from. If you can go to the airline, if you can call them, hey, I want to visit Cuba. Is Cuba available? How much is it going to cost? Uh, is the PCR included in the, in the ticket? All these questions that you may have before traveling to Cuba. And they have to tell you the truth. They have to give you the best answer, right? So... The next question. This one is from Eric. Why are you wearing the mask outside by yourself? It is mandatory outside all the time. 
And the answer is yes. In Cuba, is prohibited to be wearing outside, to be walking outside without wearing a mask, right? Even if you're if you're a tourist, you have to wear it as well. So it's not like, hey, I'm gonna I'm going uh, to Cuba and I'm not gonna be using the mask. It doesn't work like that. You're gonna be with you're gonna be wearing um, the mask all the time, guys. Right? You're in Cuba, but remember that in Cuba, the police, the government, they have so several rules. Right? Next question. And the last question it comes from <clears throat> David from Canada. Alex, I would love buying a house in Cuba. Is that possible? The answer is no. Well, yes, but no. Let me explain. If you want to buy a house in Cuba, you got to be married with some Cuban local, of course. Now, the owner of the house is going to be the Cuban, which means that once you get separate, once you get divorced, the Cuban is going to be owning the house and you're going to be losing your money. So my question to you is, do you want to buy a house in Cuba? <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be possible in the future, but so far it's super complicated, guys. I will not recommend you guys buying a house in Cuba so far, right? Unless you have, I don't know, a friend here and you want to put, you know, the house on his name, whatever. But it's not like, hey, I'm going to be uh, living in Cuba for 10 years and I'm going to marriage a Cuban local and then... That's going to be my house. No, it's not going to work like that, right? So that's it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Alex Rodriguez. And if you're new here, I'm always telling you about Cuba tips and experiences. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, guys.